Bringing you the top stories from Bonners Ferry to St. Mary's and everywhere in between, this is the North Idaho PrepCast with Ryan Skaggs. That's right. Welcome into another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. Breaking down everything District 1 each and every week. Brandon Bainey with Ryan Skaggs. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well today. How are you? Yet I could be better. Uh, for those that are watching the video on uh, IdahoSports.com and uh, also uh, the uh, YouTube channel and the Facebook page, uh, it's that time of year. It's fall, right? So at our house, we start making crockpot meals where you just dump everything in and let it cook all day. Do you do that, Ryan? I do. Yeah, actually, I did that last week. <laughs> so okay. I got a, I got a weekend start on you. <laughs> yeah, you, you you got the jump on me. So we're making this like uh, taco soup, basically, and it, it calls for, you know, diced jalapeno peppers. So this morning I was dicing those up and I washed my hands like seven times and thought I was good. But, dude, how long does it take for the jalapeno residue to get off your hands? It's like crazy. Got to use Dawn dish soap. Uh, okay, did, you use, did you use Dawn dish soap on your hands? Because that's what you got to do. No, I used regular hand soap, so no, I'm like not gonna do it. I tried to put in my contacts. Obviously, you can see on the video I'm wearing glasses. I, without divulging too much, I used the restroom earlier. Not great. Uh, so, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been one of those days. <laughs> so my my sympathies are with you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of things that are uh, burning, uh, the high school sports calendar really up and burning now because we're into the first official week of uh, sports across the landscape. Uh, We did kind of get a jump start last week with uh, the Lakeland football team, but also a lot of soccer teams up north got started over this past weekend. Yeah, a lot of soccer um, up here this last weekend, obviously, just kind of break down the scoreboard a little bit. We had Lake City beat Sandpoint 4-1. Um, Moscow beat Lakeland 5 0. Is that now? Is that boys, um, Moscow, boys or girls? This is boys. Sorry, yeah, boys soccer scoreboard. Yeah, um, Moscow defeated Post Falls 2 to 1, which I mean, that's a big win for, for Moscow coming up here and doing that. Um, Coeur d'Alene blinked Post Falls 1 0. Um, St. Mary's beat Grangeville 4 to 1, and then Lake City, I believe it was last night, um, shut out Lewiston 3 0. So, um, yeah, a lot of soccer already showing up on the boys' side. This week, the schedule, um, you've got Lewiston and Coeur d'Alene, Lake City and Moscow. Um, Stillwater Christian out of Montana is playing Priest River. Lakeland and Timberlake. Orfino plays up at Timberlake as well. Madison's going to be at Lake City. Thunder Ridge is playing at Post Falls, so you get some of those southern Idaho, eastern Idaho schools coming up for that. Um, and they'll they'll trade too, so they'll play uh, each play each other this weekend. Stillwater Christian's also going to play Bonners Ferry. Um, you've got St. Mary's at Priest River, Sandpoint at Lewiston. Um, like I said, Madison going to be at Post Falls and then Thunder Ridge at uh, Lake City. So that's the soccer schedule up here for this week. Um, a lot of games going on. And then you go into the girls' side. Um, there's some results from this last week. Sandpoint blank, Lake City uh, 1-0. Moscow beat up on Lakeland 8-0. Um, Post Falls and Moscow played to a draw 1-0. Um, Coeur d'Alene beat up on Post Falls 8-0 and then turned around and yesterday beat Coeur d'Alene girls beat Lakeland 15-0, which kind of sounds like a sloppy uh, football score. Um, and then Grangeville blank St. Mary's 3-0 and then Coeur d'Alene Charter put the beat down on Bonners Ferry 9-0. So some games coming up this weekend on the girls' side. You got St. Mary's is going to be playing Bonners. 
Ferry, um, Coeur d'Alene, Charter going to be at Grangeville. Moscow playing Lake City. Coeur d'Alene playing Lewiston. Lakeland's going to be playing Timberlake. Um, the Stillwater Christian team from Montana coming over and playing Priest River and Bonners Ferry. Uh, Madison's going to be playing Lake City. Thunder Ridge playing Post Falls. Grangeville's playing Kellogg. Uh, Thunder Ridge playing Lake City on Saturday with Madison playing Post Falls and Lewiston playing Sandpoint. So, those are the soccer games, a whole lot of them. I mean, not a lot of teams up here, but everybody's in action. So there's a lot going on up here this weekend um, and the rest of this week for, for boys and girls soccer. Yeah, and uh, a lot of conference games right out of the gate. You know, Post Falls and Coeur d'Alene yeah. play in the season opener. That's brutal. <laughs> well, the Washington teams haven't started yet on the girls' side. Sometimes you get a few games here and there. Um, but, you know, Idaho is just the way it is. I mean, that's kind of built you just – start shotgun blasting the conference games. They each play home and home this year. So um, kind of like last year too. So that makes sense, which I mean, no, no days off, I guess. If you're going to get into state, you got to get there the hard way. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I would say just based on what we've seen so far, Moscow looks pretty good. Boys and girls, Coeur d'Alene high looks good. And obviously Coeur d'Alene charter uh, going to be pretty solid. The defending three, a champs on the girls side. So yeah, uh, so that was uh, that was international football. How about American football? The the, the Lakeland Hawks uh, were one of six yeah. teams to open the season last week. They met uh, in Montana at Montana Tech University in Butte to play Preston. Yeah, that game, um, say it was a defensive battle. <laughs> the final score, obviously, Preston winning that game 7-6. to six. Lakeland led at halftime 6-0. Um, and that was a touchdown by Thomas Calder pass from Devin Suko. Um, you know, lots of turnovers by Preston Lakeland defense. I believe got four interceptions in the game. Um, but Devin Suko was sacked a ton and that was kind of the name of the game. They couldn't really get their offensive mojo moving in the second half. Um, they got close towards the end, but got shut down by the Preston defense. And that was all she wrote. They had a chance, but, couldn't capitalize. They got the ball down. I think believe it was inside the 20 and just couldn't get down the end zone. So that uh, kind of sets things up, obviously, for an interesting week, true week one game, because that was the week zero, I guess what they call the schedule. But um, yeah, we've got some good games coming up this week that we'll talk about probably towards the end of this broadcast, but or this podcast. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Lakeland does in their their next game. Yeah, can we talk about Lakeland for a second? This this was kind of a trend towards sure. the end of last year. They, you know, they lost that that close game to Sandpoint, uh, one possession game in the snowstorm, low scoring game. They lost four out of their five losses last year were by less than three points, I believe. I mean, they're all one possession games. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the mo. They they get in close games. In, yeah, in, it's. In the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and then in the playoffs against Century, they lost seventeen to fourteen. Another one of those close losses. But it seems like the offense has like disappeared. So how does how did Lakeland? We know plays really good defense, but sometimes that's not enough. The offense has to lift up a little bit. How do they do that? You know, it's gonna start up front for them. I mean, just based on what we've seen and what we knew was, we kind of knew it coming into the season. The cupboards are pretty full at the skill positions. I mean, you've got Alden Waddington on the outside at 6'5". you got Thomas Calder that's a great receiver. Um, you've got some really solid running backs in, John, in Cornish and, 
And so there's Morris back there as well. So there's some there's some talent. And Devin Suko is a talented kid. He can scramble around and make plays. But, you know, if he's running for his life every play just because the offensive line's got breakdowns, I mean, there's going to be it's going to be tough sledding. I don't care how good of skill position you've got. If you can't block, um, you know, you're going to have tough sledding on the offensive side. You're putting yourself, you know, three and out fairly regularly. Yeah. But, it's, it's Yeah. So, I mean, and defensively, they're going to be, I think, you know, they're going to have to get points on the defensive side and that's really, I mean, hard to bank on every single week. Um, so, you know, they've really got to, to buckle down up front on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's a good place to start for sure. And now as we kind of look ahead to what's coming up this week in football, uh, no rest for the weary for Lakeland. They got to turn around and host Lake City 5A program from Coeur d'Alene. They do have the uh, extra week, uh, one game under their belt. Lake City will be making their season debut. But how do you see this one shaking out? Um, I think it's going to be actually a fairly competitive game. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting because Lake City hasn't named a starting quarterback yet. Um, at least that we've heard, um, been asking around quite a bit. So I'm knocking on the door of the program, asking some folks that are familiar with it. And um, they haven't really stood their ground with one player yet. So we might see, um, we might see Weaver playing quarterback a little bit. And then I don't, I didn't write down the other name of the other kid, but they've been in competition all week. So it's been, uh, it's interesting that we'll see um, probably two quarterbacks for Lake City in this first game, see if they can figure it out. Um, they're going to be talented skill position wise. I mean, they've got Zach Johnson out there on the outside at wide receiver. He can scoot. Um, so they've got some, some players that can get up the field. It's just going to be, you know, kind of what we saw with, with Lakeland, you know, what, what do they have up front? Um, defensively on the back end, Lake city solid. I mean, their DBs are good. You know, they've got one of the best safeties in the state. So, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting battle that, you know, the front, the battle of the front sevens, you know, what's Lake City's front seven going to do against Lakeland's front and what's, you know, Lakeland's front seven going to be able to do against Lake City um, with, you know, maybe a bit of a quarterback, I don't say controversy, but, you know, quarterback battle going on. So it should be yeah. a good game. I think it really, really will play to be an entertaining ball game. They've, they've been playing close because when they've played each other the last few years, each game I think has gone down to the last possession of the fourth quarter. Um, or close to it's gone down to the fourth quarter so it should should lend itself to another good ball game i see it happening yeah i I think we're in store for a good probably lower scoring type game but could be another one of those classic one possession games for lakeland you never know somebody could hit a couple big runs and the scoreboard starts blowing up too that one hasn't (laughs) that's happened in that game before too so right (laughs) For sure. Let's uh, let's talk about the game that you are going to be broadcasting for IdahoSports.com. This will be an audio-only broadcast Friday night, 7 o'clock, and we, 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 we're kind of doing a North Idaho game of the week, if you will. We're, we're trying to send you to what we think are going to be the best matchups week in, week out. And this is a pretty good one to start, Sandpoint at Post Falls. This is going to be a great game. Um, I was talking with with a a good friend of mine that's very familiar in the high school scene in uh, Eastern Washington, North Idaho. And he's, he's really saying, and he's watched all the the teams down South who've been going to camps this summer. He really thinks that Sandpoint is a state championship contender um, at the 4A ranks. They really, they have the pieces there. They look, look the part. Um, And then you've got post falls. I mean, post falls is they've gotten some solid transfers that have come in over the summer. Um, things that, you know, a lot of folks, you can always, I always said, you can, I said it, I think in the first prep cast, like you can count on, you're going to get a couple of kids moving in. 
that's just the way it's been up here with the population transfer. And um, I guess that's happening. So they've got a couple wideouts that have come in, uh, one from Spokane, one transfer from Meade. Um, he's probably going to contribute right away. Um, they've got a lineman that's coming as well that looks like he could probably challenge for a starting position as well. So there's going to be some 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 good talent there um, for the Trojans and, and the Bulldogs. I, th I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, Sandpoint, realistically, and we were talking, was like, you know, that Coeur d'Alene Sandpoint game next week could be the game of the year in North Idaho. And um, it wouldn't surprise anybody if Sandpoint wins that game next week. And I don't want to look ahead, but that just tells you the type of team that Sandpoint is and what they've got. I mean, they're a, let's just say their offensive line is, is the first off the bus team. They're all state first off the bus. Like you see them go off. It's they've got dudes where they're averaging, you know, 250, 260 up front. So, um, you know, it could be a battle of wills for those teams, but um, I see it being a really great game just because the speed of, of post falls against the physicality of Sandpoint, um, you know, who's going to be able to kind of, I think break it open first is going to be, if you can get a two, two possession lead, I think that seals in that game. Yeah. I, I think Sandpoint is generally underrated and some of their players are underrated. I think Garrett Cox might be one of the best running backs in the state. He's really been playing since he was a sophomore. And Absolutely. Doesn't get a ton of buzz. Uh, obviously, I'll tell you, West Benefield will be an all-state linebacker. West Benefield will be an all-state linebacker this year. I'm calling it. Yeah, and I mean, you look at if he can stay healthy, he'll be first-team all-state. Yeah, there's no reason why he shouldn't be. Uh, Parker Pettit, sophomore quarterback, was the offensive player of the year in the IEL last year. Uh, their top receiver was a sophomore, uh, Cody Newhart. So I think Sandpoint is loaded for bear, and we we talk about it. The teams up north never get the respect statewide, but anyone that's counting out Sandpoint, I think, does so at their own risk. So. Yeah, look, you know, Coach Knowles does a great job up there. I mean, he's got an awesome staff, too, with with Coach Thielbar that's on that staff, too. I mean, there's probably four or five guys on that staff that could be high school coaches somewhere in the state of Idaho or in the, anywhere in the Northwest, for that matter. Um, you know, they run a great program, and they've got a lot of kids. It's never really do they have to rebuild. They kind of reload. There was a couple of years there they got spotty with the record, but they still were, you know, consistently finding their way into the playoffs. And last year, obviously, it didn't start the way they wanted, but, man, they finished strong. I mean, you look at what they did last year and, and what they did down the stretch, they were as good as anybody in the state. So I look to see that continue this year. Um, they could they could be really tough out come October and November. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun matchup to watch there. So we talked about uh, Lake City. We talked about Post Falls, the third 5A program up north of District 1, of course, the Coeur d'Alene Vikings. And the Vikings, they they kind of treat it like a college football program. You know, they'll go play the best competition no matter how far they have to travel. And they do a good job of fundraising to help pay for those longer trips. They're going all the way to Rexburg to compete in the Rocky Mountain Rumble. This I, I like uh, Coeur d'Alene coming down to compete. This is an awesome. This is an awesome event, man. This is so yeah. cool. Yeah. And so they are going to be uh, playing – lehigh high school from utah which is one of the the bigger schools in the state of utah and so these are really two of the titans uh from idaho and utah and i think it's gonna be a fantastic matchup yeah i mean Coeur d'Alene obviously returns a lot um we know their running game is going to be great i think they've pretty much settled on on banks and being the quarterback so they've got you know some experience back there obviously with with graduating 
um, their quarterback last year from last year's team that, you know, didn't lose until they got to the state semis. Um, you know, Coeur d'Alene could have a great year. And like we said, like I said, the, them and Sandpoint are the two kind of, you know, pedigrees up here in the north this year that I think really people got to contend with. Um, defensively, Coeur going to be so good. And that's where I like these early season big tests for them because um, I think that they have – and that's this notoriously been what they've done is they schedule really tough out of state competition, whether it's, you know, they're going to be playing um, obviously Lehigh, but they're going to be playing West Valley from Yakima. They're playing Ferris, which is going to be the favorite to win the GSL in Spokane this year. So that, that game will be an awesome game too. Don't get me wrong. Like that one's one to, to keep notice of, um, but they're going to be traveling over to Bothell to be playing, um, a couple teams over on the west side this year. So they've got Skyline, I believe, from Vancouver, which is another really strong program. So, you know, they've scheduled up to I really push themselves for the end of the year. If they stay healthy, um, Coeur d'Alene, we know what they can do in the playoffs. We've seen the success that that program's had. Uh, Coach Amos does a great job preparing his kids. It, it'll be, um, I, you know, it's kind of like step one of a, of a, a recipe for success for, for this year. But I'm anxious to see what they do against, you know, great competition right out of the gate, you know, and, and even if they lose this game, I don't really see them packing it up because there's a lot to be learned in this week that they've got, you know, some young guys in some key positions too, that really need the experience. So, you know, it's kind of just like a, okay, well, it's not going to wreck our schedule for, for the rest of the year. They scheduled up. So their max prep rating is going to be pretty darn high. Um, so they're going to be able to probably take a loss or two this year if they had to and still probably get a fairly high seed going into state. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the way they set up their schedule for sure. So Lehigh comes in. They were 6-5 and five last year in what was a pretty competitive. <clears throat> they're in Region 8 at the 5A level in Utah, and they're already 1-1 one one this year. So Utah starts about two weeks ahead of Idaho. So uh, Lehigh already has two games under its belt, a 30-7 to win over Salem Hills, and then they lost in overtime to Davis High, 21-14. to So this is a Lehigh team that I think could give Coeur d'Alene a good challenge, but it'll be a fun game regardless. Yeah, regardless, yeah. And then you know, it's football season, man. Like, <laughs> there's right. not really much to like, really be disappointed about. It's football season. It's back. Yeah. So there's a lot to be excited about. For sure. That game will be Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning, that's uh, 10 o'clock Pacific time in uh, Madison High, Rexburg. So uh, that'll be day two. Yeah, and you, can that. Yep. Yeah, you, and you can watch it right here on Idaho Sports. That's right. Every every single game of the Rocky Mountain Rumble uh, will be broadcast on IdahoSports.com. And we've got 18 games across the state, both audio and video, between Friday and Saturday as well, which is just awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's great. And you know, you got another great game that's going to be happening down in Eastern Idaho too with the North Idaho team. You got Timberlake heading down to South Fremont, which should be a pretty, pretty darn good three uh, A matchup. You must have been um, reading my mind. St. Mary's Ryan. and playing each other. What's that? I said you must have been reading my mind. I was reading right. Go next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that I I feel could be a great game. I mean, Timberlake is going to be. I mean, we talked. We did the, obviously the preview. Um, last week of the three A teams, and we talked about how good they could be. I mean, potential on paper, they look they look great. Obviously, putting it together on the field is another thing. But um, yeah, I see Coach Amos with that team taking them pretty far this year. They're they're a strong unit. They've got an amazing running game, and that plays. I mean, that plays defense for you too. I don't, you know, their defense is going to be solid. But if you can control the clock and control the ball, 
to where you're giving your opponent, you know, six, seven possessions, you're going to put yourself in a position to win a lot of ball games. Yeah, I think this matchup between Timberlake and South Fremont, those are going to be two two of the final four in 3A football this year, I think. so. Yeah. Yeah, Bonners Ferry's playing in Montana over in Eureka. They're playing Lincoln County. Should be a decent game. Yeah. Um, Bonners Ferry, we talked about being one of those fringe teams in the IML that could contend. Um, you got Clark Forks playing at Troy, Montana. Wallace and Kootenai are playing, so Kootenai gets football back. Um, we're excited for that one. And then uh, St. Mary's playing at Kellogg should be actually a pretty solid game. That's um, another one to, to keep your eye on up here. You could get some pretty good intel for the rest of the year. That's going to set the tone. St. Mary's, obviously, we don't know, really know what they're going to have at quarterback, but we know what they've got everywhere else. And so it'll be uh, interesting to see what kind of game uh, our good buddy Colby Renner has up front. <laughs> on uh on the offensive and defensive front so he's been pretty good on defense so um and then lewis county's coming up um and they're playing at lakeside of Plummer. so we've got some good games up here up north um this weekend should be a, a great opening weekend of, of football up here official opening weekend yeah I think you're going to see a lot of teams that are expected to go to the playoffs. Of course, uh, some small divisions, especially when you get down to like the one a level and it's one or two teams in each division. But uh, I, I think you've got a chance. This is uh, the opportunity for those schools up in North Idaho to announce to the rest of the state. Hey, here's what we have going on this year, especially in some of those cross state matchups, like, like Timberlake playing South Fremont yeah. or Coeur d'Alene going. Down. Yeah. And we'll see it next. The next three weeks are going to be huge for North Idaho teams um, to really kind of make some statements because of the scheduling and the way things have been shaking out. You got Washington starts next week too. So a lot of those teams will be coming over and playing. Um, and then, you know, we obviously, if you want to go back and listen to last week's prep cast um, and the week before we break down those schedules, there's, you know, a lot of great games coming down the chute for these teams, especially like post falls playing Moses Lake um, there's going to be some some great games coming up, so we're super excited up here because it's finally like Idaho gets to see, hey, the the north the north can bring it too. We don't have slouches of schedules either. We have to just go out of state to necessarily bring them together sometimes. Yeah, um, but we do get to play some some solid competition. And it's not really fair, but teams from East Idaho and Boise area kind of get the benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah, you haven't played yet, mm -hmm. but we know your program and we think you're good. It's almost like the teams up north. It's like you got to prove it first. Prove it to me, yeah. and then we'll consider you a tough, which isn't fair, and it's not how it should be. But unfortunately, I think in a lot of places that is how it is. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about Sandpoint again, but we saw last year to where, you know, everybody was mad that they got, uh, you know, a, a high seed with a losing record going into the state playoffs. And it's like, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, like most of their losses were to 5A teams. Like, let's remember that. And, uh yeah, so, I mean, we saw what they did. They put things together and made a run and showed they belonged, I mean, with a young program too. So, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, if, and if we want to, I don't know if you want to talk about volleyball before we kind of end this up, but yep, I don't know if that's where you were headed. <laughs> it, again, you were reading my mind. But, uh, Dude, we are in sync today, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the opening yes. uh, week of volleyball up north, and there's – Hey, there's some good teams up north in volleyball. You know, Lakeland comes to mind almost immediately. Yeah. And, you know, they've reloaded. They had a state championship team last year. Obviously, they graduated uh, a couple of really solid players, um, one of them in being, you know, Katie Ryan. But 
they've got Addie Kiefer back. I mean, she's she's great in her own right. Um, they expect to win again this year. I mean, they really do have state title ambitions again. Um, look to repeat, and I think that you know they're one of the favorites to look at in the 4A. I know that there's some other solid programs down south, but really in talking to people around here, Lakeland is going to be tough to contend with. Moscow's going to try to make a run, though. I mean, they've got some great players of their own right. They return a lot from last year's team. Um, you know, if you look at the 5A side, Coeur Lane, you know, last year finished third at 5A. Um, you know, they graduated a couple of their players, but obviously we know what happens up here is that you just move kids in, right? So you get some that show up that got some experience. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that Lake City, I think, is the dark horse to win the IEL. Um, just based on what they had coming back that you knew of from last year. Um, they're they're going to be a solid program post Falls and Lewiston. You know, realistically, you know, you've got two two contenders in that conference that really could place a state. Um, so if, if they can get there, I think they have to do the crossover this year um, if they try to make it in. So it gets interesting, obviously, because you get so many berths from down south. But really, there could be three deserving teams of, of making it to state from the IEL just because Post Falls and Lewiston are both, you know, solid programs too. Um, 3A is kind of like a two-headed beast. You've got Kellogg and you've got Timberlake. And, you know, they're going to throw haymakers at each other all year trying to see who lasts it out. But Kellogg's a pretty solid program. And they're actually going to open this week um, playing Lakeland and Lewiston. So if you want battle-tested right, right out of the gate, Kellogg is stepping toe-to-toe with the 4A defending state champ and the, a really solid 5A team in Lewiston. And then they're going down to Lewiston this weekend to play in that Judy Fong tournament. So, you know, a lot of these teams up north are actually going to be down there for that event in Lewiston. Um, going to be good. I mean, in vol- if you like volleyball, which I do, like there's going to be some great some great action happening this year um, up here up north in District 1 and 2. Um, you know, two-way the toss-up between St. Mary's and, and Orfino, I think, are both going to be your contenders. Um, Grangeville always comes in with a strong program too, but really you're looking at St. Mary's returns a lot of, of players from their defending league championship team last year. So they probably take the edge for the favorite. And then in the one a ranks, you've got Wallace that returned everybody from a, a sixth place finish in 2020. You know, they could make a run at the state championship. Don't count out Genesis prep. Um, you know, they're the team to really watch. There could be sneaky good. They've got some sophomores, uh, that were freshmen last year that really pushed that Wallace team. Um, but Genesis Prep could show up and, and actually, you know, nab a state berth too. It wouldn't surprise anybody just because of how good they are. They've got great coaching. Um, and, you know, and it shows up. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic opening weekend of volleyball. You mentioned the uh, the Judy Fong Memorial Tournament in Lewiston. Uh, she was a longtime volleyball coach at LC State, Lewis and Clark State over there, and sadly passed away mm-hmm. from cancer in 2014. And so every year they they do this. This it's kind of like the unofficial kickoff to, to volleyball season in North. Yeah. Idaho. And uh, I, I did. I was just talking to Lewiston's volleyball coach earlier today, and she said they're having to scramble a little bit. Uh, it's a 16 team field, but one of those 16 teams, St. Mary's, actually is in uh, COVID-19 protocols and will not be making the trip over. So they're trying to slide some things around and figure that out, which is a bummer that already this early on in the season, we're dealing with stuff like that. But And a, and a program that had that issue last year, you know, that's the other problem too, you know, that we saw that that school had a, a four week, basically lockdown on all sports um, last fall. So hopefully, you know, things get taken care of quickly and, and all the kids stay healthy and coaches too. 
Um, and we don't have word, obviously, on if it's the kids or the coaching staff that has the issues with the COVID-19 protocol. But, you know, you just have to follow rules on what they are in front of you and just, you know, hopefully everybody gets better quickly than than later. Yep. So uh, I, I think we've set the table for it's going to be a great. I mean, yeah, we had some stuff last week, but this is really and truly the opening week. Of this the, is uh, the, high, yeah, high school sports season. So, yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, you got Coeur d'Alene and Post Balls playing in volleyball too this week. So I mean, there's you know, there's all sorts. If you if you're a sports junkie, um, yeah, it's time to to really kind of buckle down because things are going to get crazy up here, and uh, it's going to get fun. I'm, I'm excited. I'm stoked for football season too. Yeah, we're going to have so much to talk about next week. It's not even going to be funny. So, well, rest up, Ryan. Get ready for your game on Friday night. And uh, we're looking forward to drink to my lemon balls. tea and, and relax my voice and get it ready for Friday night. Yeah. That's right. Do those, do those vocal warm up exercises and yeah. So, uh, and that'll be Friday night, seven o'clock audio only on idahosports.com post falls hosting Sandpoint. So, uh, that'll do it for this edition of the North Idaho prep cast. Thanks for tuning in a friendly reminder. You can get this podcast a couple of different ways. You can, uh, go to our website, idahosports.com and across the top of the homepage, we've got a little drop down menu of all of our prep casts. You just click North Idaho prep cast. Uh, you can also download this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out the video if you want to see what are you wearing today, Ryan? Just a plain gray shirt. It looks like. Just, yep. On a shirt. What's but that? Black Rifle Rifle. Coffee Company. Oh, yeah. That stuff's good. Oh, that is. That's a, uh, that's not even a sponsored plug that we're just talking about. What a great. No. Yeah. 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 The owner's from Idaho. So he's from Morfino. So, yeah. (laughs) Right. For sure. Uh, Hey, maybe we'll, we'll reach out and see if we can get that sponsorship line. Yeah. See if we get some sponsorships (laughs) thrown our way. Yeah. At least free coffee. Coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take the free coffee, no doubt about it. So, if you want to see Ryan's hat or uh, see me wearing my glasses because I don't know how to wash my hands after slicing jalapenos, uh, you can catch the video of this at uh, the IdahoSports.com <laughs> Facebook page as well as our YouTube channel. So, lots of ways to get it. All right, we're off and running, Ryan. We'll see you back here next week. Sounds uh, sounds like a plan, huh? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take our melatonin Friday night after the game and try to recoup and get ready for next week. So, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the North Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com.